Worldwide Listen to me Le monde entier Écoutez, 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 écoutez It is the United Africans in Diaspora podcast C'est l'Union des Africains dans le Diaspora podcast Everyone, everyone, and I mean everyone Please listen to me, please Black, brown, white, pink, yellow, green Gotta listen to me, please Please Tout le monde, écoutez s'il vous plaît Écoutez, écoutez. I'm gonna be your host, Mr. President Pascal Bispas. Je suis votre modérateur, Monsieur le Président Pascal Bispas. Welcome to the show. It's humor, it's education, it's politics, it's entrepreneurship, it's social justice, it's killing racism, it's killing poverty. This is culture. This is our story, and this is our craziness, and this is our motivation. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the United Africans in Diaspora podcast. And today we have a very special guest, Mr. John Keenan. Uh, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you it, so much. It's really cool to be with you. <laughs> thank you. Always very is. Much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Mr. John Keenan is a very important gentleman, and uh, he's a like a mentor to me. He's uh, well. What can I say? Well, you're <laughs> we're friends, and uh, can there anything be better? Oh yeah, definitely. And, and uh, wow, going back, man, we start from uh, yeah. We it's like five years ago. Yeah, we were at Applebee's. Applebee's My wife exactly. and I were at Applebee's. Mm-hmm. I think you had probably just gotten off work and had stopped to grab a beer or something. Yes, yes. And we were walking out and something just tapped me on the shoulder. Uh-huh. Not literally, but, you know, maybe an <laughs> angel or something. Yep. Said, say hi to that guy. Yeah. So I looked at you and said, how's the IPA? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you remember the IPA? Oh, my God. Yay. And you said, it's great. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> Exactly. I was I was drinking the IPA. That that is like uh, the Lagunitas yes. IPA. Yeah. 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 And I believed you and so that started a conversation. Yeah. And then we asked uh what you do and you explained that and then we set up a date to get together or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Oh yeah. And uh everything started from there. Yeah. Oh and, my god. <laughs> and then we watched all your children grow up yeah. and uh growing up rather. They're exactly. not grown up. Yeah. And beautiful children, and one on the way. Yes, exactly. Oh my God, we can we can wait. <laughs> no, and Laura was just Laura a, was a very little, <laughs> and she was she was she always has that smile on her face. She oh, still yeah. does, exactly. even as a kid. Definitely. So. Oh my God, ah, you have you, you remember everything. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I remember the IPA. Oh my well. God. And, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, so, uh, you know, today we just sat here for a very little brief session because we're going to be talking about some important issue here about uh, uh, our young brothers, right. our young brothers and sisters, Africans who are coming to the country, to the United States. Right. You know, they're landing into a lot of trouble. They're landing into a lot of problems with the law. I think, you know, part of it, you know, going to any foreign country is very yeah. difficult, where mm-hmm. your culture is very different. You know, mm-hmm. I, when I went to Europe, yeah. now, of course, I, I didn't go to Europe as a young man, I did, or as a boy, yeah. but when I went there, it's very different. It, it, 
So I get it when you're young, really young and you're immature mm-hmm. and you're in this culture that's so radically different than your own. Mm-hmm. And if I understand African culture, and you can instruct me yeah. on this and or and or correct me, mm-hmm. but it's very family-oriented. Yes. And it, we are to a degree here in the States. I got that. But imagine what it's like to show up in a new culture that is yeah. radically different than from where you come from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so we have to have a lot of sympathy for that, first of all. Yes. But that doesn't excuse breaking the law either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's the tension between those things that often causes people to make a mistake. Wow. How do we go from there? Uh, can we talk, can we say it is like a cultural shock? That's it. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because if it is culture shock, uh, or maybe it's a brand new environment that they're right. not used to. Right. And, uh, well, you know, and uh, there's another problem. They kind of emulate uh, of uh, some kind of like a, uh, a lifestyle that they don't know about. Right. You know, let's say because you see some people don't respect the police and they always feel like maybe I can also be acting like this. I can respect the police or I can respect the law because the police is there to <laughs> emphasize. To enforce the law. To enforce the law. And now if you don't respect the police, that means you're not respecting the law. That is, that's the direct connection, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So uh, it has been a very big problem. And let me tell you, as we speak right now, we have so many brothers who are stuck in either jail or prison because ju- they just didn't know how to do it. They, and in a way, the, the system doesn't know how to handle those situations because mm-hmm. when somebody breaks the law, the system has to to respond to that for the safety of others. Mm-hmm. So the question is, what can we do to help, or mm-hmm. what recommendations can be made mm-hmm. to help people come to a realization that they are responsible for themselves, and also they can't disobey the law? Yes. Um, but more so, give them the opportunity after they have, as you say, disrespect mm-hmm. the police and the law when that comes, how to change their mind and help them get to the other side, make, yes. a, make a success of their life. Mm-hmm. and give meaning to who they are. And I think you start with who they are. Yes. It's human beings. They have human dignity. Mm-hmm. They have a soul. They have a will. Mm-hmm. They have the ability to do what's right and good. Mm-hmm. They know how to work. Um, and all of these, especially those who are physically able, I'm not talking yes. about the disabled, physically disabled. Yeah. But, but how can we make sure that they succeed? And feel like they can succeed in this culture that is the United States. You know, uh, actually, this is bringing an idea to my brain. My, my brain, it's actually like what? stirring my brain. If I know you, it's going a lot. And- <laughs> uh, because I'm like, what if maybe, maybe there would be a program that would welcome right. the, the young generation or maybe the newcomers to the country. And say, you know what, before you can do anything, learn about this. Or learn about this. Because, you know, when when we come to the country, I came to the country myself, and I started learning how to respect the law. But believe me, I taught myself how to do that. Yes. And now imagine, we have so many agencies that take us upon when we arrive. And... Uh, they take us through a lot of like uh, orientations and stuff like that. Right. But they never 
they never tell you that if you do this, you're gonna fall into the hands of the of the police. And, and that's a really good point because it, there's all these programs to make sure that, that people have provision mm-hmm. or a, a place to stay mm-hmm. or they they may even have a language. But are we are we helping others? <clears throat> excuse me, from other countries mm-hmm. learn about and respect the system here mm-hmm. or respect themselves? And one of the things that we're failing our society. It's kind of a, called a secular society. Mm-hmm. Secular comes from the Latin, just world. Mm-hmm. So are we only paying attention to the world, and why not we talking about the spiritual side of who mm-hmm. we are? Mm-hmm. Because you can have, let's say, you've, you know, we're in your studio. Let's say we had uh, 10 men and women in this room yeah. standing here, regardless of color or race mm-hmm. or ethnicity mm-hmm. each one of those men and women have human dignity yes and they and we need to talk about that with them mm-hmm. that that and focus on the person and the reality that they have are a moral agent number one mm-hmm. they're responsible for who they are mm-hmm. and they have human dignity and the law should respect that in every circumstance wow and and the power of telling them that too Mm-hmm. Like when you come from a foreign country, let's say, and have also a program, I don't care if it's religious or <clears throat> religion is always good for mm-hmm. mankind, yes. but to help them understand that they have rights within the law. They also have human dignity and they have the the right to be treated a certain way. Yes. And they also within this, the, what we call the United States, the ability to succeed to mm-hmm. a certain extent. The land of opportunity. The land of opportunity. <laughs> it still is. Yeah. And that's not mm-hmm. as perfect as we like it to be, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But it still is a powerful place. Yeah. There was a, a fellow, on, I don't know if you saw this, but it was a fellow on um, TV the other day from one of the, I think Nigeria. Mm-hmm. I feel so, I feel for Nigeria because there's yeah. a lot of persecution there, especially the Christians. Mm-hmm. But the reality, he came here and he said, all I want is to have an opportunity to work. Mm-hmm. And I love this country. And he's yes. he's he's brand new. He's been in the states two days, and, and he's, he's saying this on TV. Yeah. Wow. And he has this attitude yes. of I want to work. I want to be productive. I want to learn English. I want. I mean, it was like a powerful testimony mm-hmm. that who he was and where he came from. And he just is another person who wants to succeed and exactly. and take care of his family. Yeah, it's beautiful. How do oh, yeah. we how do we transmit that to all of that community? You know, actually, uh, yeah. that's a very big point yeah. because uh, it's also about uh, the determination that somebody comes with, right? And uh, a well clear, clear vision right. of uh, a life you want to build here. Yes, and uh, it's not just because it is the United States; everything is <laughs> ready for you. You can go in any place and you get everything you want and you think that that is how it is. Because imagine all these things that are around, ready for us to grab or to get. They are easy to get. But these people don't always think that it's reaches the, it reach right. the moment when you will be limited. Right. You will never get all those things again. And and the other key thing is what we do is we provide them all the material things they need immediately, mm-hmm. but we don't provide them with the ideas of knowing their, who they are inside yeah. in the respect of the law, mm-hmm. their human dignity. We don't feed them that. We feed mm-hmm. 
you know, food yeah. and maybe some housing mm-hmm. and maybe some other provisions, but mm-hmm. do we pro- give them protection pro- protection and yeah. the providence of being understanding who they are in mm-hmm. relation to the law, mm-hmm. in relation to themselves, to their families, to their God? I mean, who are they? And not that we should be having religious classes, oh my God. but by by gosh, maybe we should be exposed to these concepts of human dignity yeah. more. Mm-hmm. That So when a, a person comes into this country mm-hmm. and they want to seek that opportunity, not only are they provided for materially, mm-hmm. but they get an understanding who, of who they are in relationship to the system that they entered in and the relationship to the, their fellow citizens in this country. Wow. <laughs> This is powerful. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I believe wholeheartedly in this. I, yeah. I, I really, I, I don't know always how to do that, but yeah. I think it seems like it should come by nature. Yeah. What I mean by that is you think that if somebody in a country mm-hmm. or they come from another country should say, hey, I am, I am a man. Mm-hmm. I, I love the story about, it's like when you read the books about Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. Or you read the stories, they would have these marches like in, I don't know, in the 60s mm-hmm. or 50s. And, mm-hmm. and they would carry these signs. I could even show you a picture that says, yeah. I am a man. Yeah. And they would hold this up and, I, and it kind of sends chills down my spine. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they are men. <clears throat> they have the rights. Mm-hmm. And that's all he was asking for. Yeah. <clears throat> he was just asking, I want to be treated as another man. man. and. So that is so fundamentally true. It's such a huge philosophy. It's hard to put in words. Mm-hmm. But Martin Luther King captured that mm-hmm. in that day and time. Mm-hmm. Well, how do we make convey that today to those who are entering our country and welcome them and help them become the success that they need to be and can be so they can Whoa. provide for themselves? <sighs> Guys... You know, today we are like taking a lesson. We we are in a classroom. <laughs> We're all in a classroom. It's called it's called life. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh my God. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, uh, of course, Papa John, for sh- sharing this exclusive. Thanks for yeah having me. Yeah. Thank and you. Being and, uh, with you, Pascal. Thank you so much. You know, actually. We just wanted to talk about this, and uh, we're so sorry it is a little bit brief, but the little that we talked about, you can feel the the weight that it got. Yeah. And uh, so if you're someone out there who is watching or maybe listening to us, and uh, you want to learn something about this, this is your chance. This is your opportunity. You've heard from the bright minds and the people who who have understood the system of this country. Like uh, Papa John. You <laughs> Thank know? you, Pascal. Thank you so much. <laughs> all right. I'm so glad to be with you, Pascal, yeah. and with your with your audience. And God bless you all. And have a this is time of Christmas season. Yeah. We want everybody to have an enjoyable and blessed Christmas. Great. Yeah. All right, guys. Merry Christmas, everybody, and uh, you enjoy these holidays respectfully. Uh, be careful. Don't just do it too much. <laughs> because you'll end up I don't know where 
I just make sure it's just in moderation, whatever you do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the United Africans in Diaspora podcast. And Papa John today shared very, very important details about taking care of yourself. Especially the day you set your foot into the country, you got to know what to do. Your second step should be to respect the law. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, when we respect the law, we respect ourselves. Yes. Right? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Until we meet again, thank you so much for tuning in. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs>